everybody, I'm Debbie Montgomery Johnson, founder of the nonprofit The Woman Behind the Smile, and your host of Stand Up and Speak Up, a show that is about each and every one of us. Many of us have something, something we're hiding, something we're ashamed of, something that through no fault of our own or through our own making, we keep hidden, and that in turn keeps us hidden from each other and the world. Good people go through terrible situations. Wise people know when and how to let it go. Everything that happens to us helps us grow, and while it may be hard to see it right away, the most important thing to do is to change your perception about your circumstances. Regardless of what your personal experiences or traumas have been, this showcase series is designed to ignite the light in you, as well as providing safe harbor, education, personal growth, and resources so that no matter where you are on your journey, you'll have the courage to move on when you're ready. Stand Up and Speak Up features ordinary people who've been through extraordinary situations and struggles and found the courage to step out from behind their smiles and speak up about their experiences and the lessons gleaned from those experiences. Everyone heals at a different pace, and we recognize that. So come on in, have a listen, and enjoy the ride at your own speed. Good morning, good morning, everybody. Good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are when you hear this show. It is a beautiful day in paradise, and I love to say that for my Canadian friends. It is lovely in Florida. We're getting ready for a tropical storm event, but I'm on my way to Hawaii, and it's beautiful there. So welcome, welcome to the show. I know my guest is on listening, thinking, oh my gosh, what am I doing on this show? And it's funny because I met Dr. Lisa as a potential client for my business, and we started talking, and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, she needs to be on my Stand Up and Speak Up show, because she's got some really good information, advice, and education that each and every one of us needs to hear. And the reason I say that is because Lisa is a chiropractor, and I grew up, I was just explaining this to her, I grew up around doctors and whatever, and they didn't either understand chiropractors or the, the practice of that was not the same 40, 50 years ago. And so I have, I have some great misconceptions about what a chiropractor is and when we need them. So I brought Lisa on today. She may not have a story, but I might find one. Um, and I want her to explain what she does and how she can help us all going forward so that we're not caught up in the traditional medical world of drugs and, and all those kinds of things. So we're very holistic in nature. And, and, you know, my company is a vitamin supplement company. I like people to be healthy. So I would like to welcome my new friend and guest, Dr. Lisa, is it Bleicher? Mm-hmm, correct. Good, good guest. Dr. Lisa hey. Bleicher is coming to us from Jim Thorpe, Pennsylvania. Lisa, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm so excited to be able to share with you and, and learn from you as well. Well, I'm very excited about what you do, and, and when we had our conversation about supplements and about holistic health and all these things, I'm thinking, I like this woman. And it's, we were just talking about this also. We are not uh, constricted by geography anymore. We can be talking to anybody around the world, and that's what I think you, we're going to talk about what you do, because my understanding of being a chiropractor is you're hands-on in your office. But Lisa, before we get into the job, I like to find out about who my guests are. Can you kind of tell us a little bit about who you are, where you grew up, and your family situation back then? Sure, sure. I grew up in New Jersey. I'm currently in Pennsylvania. I've been here a lot longer. I grew up in New Jersey, a middle-class family, and 
went to college and went through the whole ordeal and ended up finding chiropractic through my actually my sister's um, migraines. My sister was having these terrible migraines, and, and us as a family were trying to get away from the whole medication routine. I had uh, a lot of medical, um, not really medical issues, but I had chronic bronchitis, so it was on constant con- um, antibiotics, which led me to having a lot of other issues throughout my years of growing up. And when I got old enough, I just finally said, I'm not doing these meds anymore because I was still getting sick with the chronic bronchitis. And needless to say, once I stopped doing the meds, my bronchitis went away, Um, sort of the opposite of what most people would think, you know, that you need to be medicated to make it go away type of thing. But yet my body took over and healed itself and prevented it from coming back, which was an amazing thing. But my sister started with migraines. And uh, again, we went to the doctor. The doctor just said, well, there's nothing we can do for that except for here, take this medication. And um, her boyfriend at the time was seeing a chiropractor. He said, this is ridiculous. You're coming to see my chiropractor. And we were, like, very confused. We weren't sure what it was or what it was going to do. And my sister started with chiropractic, helped with her migraines, didn't make them all go away 100%. She had actually changed some of her diet routine as well. But between those things, we knew that health and life is changing what we do to create a different outcome. So, um, yes, go ahead. Can I, let me just ask a quick question. When I think of a chiropractor, I'm thinking of I've twisted my back or something's not aligned right and I'm going in and going to get my back straightened out with cracking. When I first did that the very first time, I was scared to death that the doctor was going to really hurt me because when I heard those bones going, thinking, oh, I'm gone. I can't walk now. So that's not what it's all about. But in my mind, and again, I, I grew up around doctors, I would think I'd be going into you because something hurt. Right. Well, there's a lot of reasons why people go to chiropractors. Um, but this is sort of what you know we sort of believe is you have something wrong, you go to the chiropractor and you fix that problem and you're good. So it's sort of, that's more of a medical routine when you think about it. You know, we go to the doctor when we hurt or have a problem. The doctor gives us a medication and we supposedly feel better or most of the time it feels better and we think that's good. You know, it went away. Um, But really that's not what health really is. And getting into chiropractic back then, you know, we thought when we first started it was about making my sister's migraines go away, make my headaches go away, make my mom's low back pain go away. Um, And it did help us all in many different ways. It didn't make my headaches go away completely. It helped them, but didn't make it go away completely. So when we started to learn more from my chiropractor of what chiropractic really is and how the body actually functions and what health is, then you start to look at things in a different light. And that's what started to happen with my family back in the day. So, again, we think going to the chiropractors to fix the back pain, the headache, and many chiropractors still practice that way. Mm-hmm. That's sort of a, a medical model, just using chiropractic as their drug, per se, right, or their treatment. Um, so that's what insurance companies pay for. So that's why a lot of chiropractors really stick with that because that's how they get paid. So insurance companies dictate how many times you can see the chiropractor for a low back pain or how many times you can, you know, go to the chiropractor for headaches and, you know, this kind of thing. So a lot of chiropractic offices do that. I skipped the insurance industry and jumped out about 20-some-odd years ago when they started to change everything um, about what they covered in chiropractic. 
And um, when they started to narrow it down to the treatment of illness and disease, I said, I'm out. And I went, strictly went for, to a cash practice. What's the training for a chiropractor? The training for a chiropractor? Well, I'm sure it's changed. It's been a long time since I've been in school. Um, but I did, uh, I got my undergrad and you have to do, um, it was, I think about two to three years of prereqs and then you can do chiropractic school in three years. So a lot of the chiropractic schools have now hooked up with colleges to, um, people who know when they're going to college, if they want to become a chiropractor, can go and just do their prereqs and then jump right into chiropractic school. So I'm saying at least five years, if you decide while you're in college or if you're deciding pre um pre-college, then uh, that would make a difference in your timing as well. But chiropractic school, if you go straight through, you can do it in three years. Well, how did you, how were you received by your clients? We started as a family when I was a teenager. You know, when I decided that I was, you know, going to stop doing antibiotics to treat my chronic bronchitis, um, and, uh, you know, we were finding that meds were just not the answer for our family, mm-hmm. and we, you know, were a little bit more into nutrition and things like that. And then when we found chiropractic, that really, you know, opened the doors, you know, for me and my family of where we were headed. And that brought us to a different, it's, it's a different look, right? When we look at things in life, we can either look at it the way we were told to look at it or another way, right? So we were brought up, we were brought up believing that health is feeling good, right? So if you feel right. good, you're good. Don't do anything about it. Right? right. Now, if you hurt, have a problem, you need to go out and get outside assistance to fix it, whether it be a chiropractor or a medical doctor or whatever. You, it's a treatment model, so you're going to treat that pain or that symptom or problem. So I teach my people and I try to educate people that symptoms are your body's ability to talk to you. It's letting you know that something is askew, off balance, not right, or maybe even wrong. So symptoms are letting you know that there's something we are doing that is off, right? So either Mm -hmm. we're not sleeping properly, we're not functioning properly, we're not, you know, something that we're doing. Health is really how we take care of ourselves. It's not about how we feel, it's about how the body functions, right? Mm -hmm. So think about it. When we were created, we were created very intelligently, right? We were created, first of all, our bodies are the most intelligent thing in the world, right? We can actually join two cells, an egg cell and a sperm cell, and create a whole other human being without any thought processes, without, I mean, I had three kids. I never had to sit down and figure out how to make fingers and toes and make sure they were developing properly. You know, this intelligence that our body has to function all on its own is just amazing. Besides creating a whole other human being, our bodies have hundreds and hundreds of functions that go on inside of it all the time. We don't have a clue consciously, right? We don't know. We don't understand. We don't control it, but yet our body does. We have what we call an innate intelligence. Our body has its own intelligence, which creates the functions and keeps us healthy or not healthy. So basically, health is really about how well our body is functioning, depends on how well our heart's functioning, our, you know, lungs are breathing, our cells are duplicating. All those functions create who we are. Now, either they can be working really well or not working so well. So, but we can't feel the difference. So we can't feel whether our body's creating a healthy cell or a cancer cell, right? 
I can't feel whether my heart is functioning 100% or 70% or even sometimes less. If there's no symptoms involved, we can't feel the difference in our function. But yet function is the key to how healthy we are. Make sense? It does. And my, my yeah. mind is just uh, its swirling right now because as you're saying that, I've got to – everybody's body is different too, correct? Exactly. exactly. So and I was talking – I had a, a family member down here a couple weeks ago, and we were talking about – uh, allergic uh, allergies to foods and, and different things and so the topic was do this and your body will feel this and so it, people start scrambling saying I've got to change the way I eat I can't have this I can't have this I can't have that maybe I need to eat this and I'm thinking well wait a minute not all of us process food the same we don't you know I may not be allergic to gluten somebody else might be but you know the do you see where I'm coming from it's confusing when yes. People are saying you've got to do this and this and this, and and I love your your idea of the body will tell you when it is not functioning well. So I like to eat things in moderation. I don't overdo, but I don't want to get rid of my M and M's. Right? They may, not, they may not be good for me, but mentally they're good for me. So let's yeah, continue on that topic. That, yeah, but sometimes sometimes the body will tell you something's off, but there's times where the body is off and we don't feel it. Right. So we can't base our health on how we feel, right? Okay. So we've okay. been programmed and we've been educated that if you feel good, you're good. Don't worry about life. You're good. If you have a problem, right, if you have a, you know, something hurts you or a problem, you have to go and treat that problem. But all they, all they typically do is go somewhere to make that problem seem like it's going away. So, mm-hmm. for instance, high blood pressure, right? Something's not working right in the body which throws your blood pressure off. Right? We go to the doctor, people go to the doctor, the doctor says, oh, you have high blood pressure, here, take this medicine. Mm-hmm. But you have to stay on this medicine for the rest of your life. So it's not, first of all, fixing the problem. It's really covering up that symptom so that blood pressure doesn't create another problem per se. But it doesn't change the function of the body because the function of the body that created the high blood pressure is not being changed. I understand. So in that case, if someone to, would come to you versus going to a medical doctor who's going to give them pills to keep their blood pressure under control, how would you, where, where would you go with that person? What would you do? How would you assess and then go so forward with that? All, I teach, right. So first of all, I teach people it's not about our symptoms. It's not about how we feel. It's about how our body functions, right? So health is about how we're working. So we have to go back to the basics of what creates good function in our bodies. So in chiropractic, and this is what chiropractic is all about, is it creates healthy function from the inside out. So we have this innate intelligence, this inborn wisdom that controls how our body functions. It works through what we call our central nerve system. Our innate intelligence resides up in our brain, right? Our brain is what controls all the other functions that go on inside of our body. So this brain communicates with the body through the central nerve system. So that's the key. Chiropractic is about making sure that that pathway from your brain down what we call your spinal cord, out that central nerve system, and goes to every part of your body to tell your body how to work, how fast, how slow, what needs to be done 24-7. Our bodies work 
24-7, whether we feel it or not, whether we're sleeping or awake, whether we're working on it or not. It is going 24-7. So to keep that body functioning, that brain has to be able to communicate with every cell, every tissue, every organ to tell it what to do and how to do it 24-7. But we have these bones that wrap around our central nervous system, primarily the spinal cord. Our bones are called vertebrae. We have 24 movable bones. We also have our sacrum, which is a large bone, and our buttocks. This affects our central nervous system directly. These bones sometimes get moved out of place, and they interfere with the nerves that exit between these bones. So the, the brain flow from the brain down the spinal cord out that nerve might not be getting 100% to the body parts it needs to get to. So now the body is functioning less than 100%. So this is key. If we want to keep the body functioning the best it possibly can for us to reap the benefits of best health that we can get, we need 100% function in our bodies. So if these small bones move out of place, they interfere with the nerve system, decreases the body's ability to function, decreases what we call health. Health is not about how we feel. Health is about how the body is functioning. If you look it up in Webster's Dictionary, good old web, old-time Webster's Dictionary, it states we need 100% of our body parts functioning 100% of the time. That's what true health is. Symptoms can come and go, but our true health needs to be in place. We need that 100% function. Starts from the inside out. Once we're getting that proper nerve supply, the body parts can do the job it's meant to do all the time. So that's so, the reason yeah. to go in and get your back straightened so that you're aligning well, the, yes, not the bones really are straight, aligned. But realignment, yes. Because our, our spine isn't really straight. But no, <laughs> we well, I know mine's not. <laughs> in it. Yeah, we have natural curves in it and things like that. But the thing is, is to remove that nerve interference to allow the body to work right to begin with. This way, this innate intelligence, which is designed to control how our body functions, can do its job. So when it comes to symptoms, and this is a big fallacy for a lot of people. We think if we're not symptomatic, we're very healthy. But if we are symptomatic, there's something wrong. But yet, symptoms are actually very important. For instance, if you eat rotten food, say you eat rotten food, what typically happens to a healthy body? We vomit, diarrhea, or both, or mm -hmm. high fever, right? The body responds to protect this organism, our human body. That is a health response, not a sick response. That's where we need to allow the symptoms to be expressed. Mm. Fever. When we get sick and we run a fever, it's so important because this is the body's first defense to burn that off and take care of it so it doesn't harm us. We have such protective mechanisms in our bodies that are created by this innate intelligence. It's just unbelievable. You know, for instance, if you lean on a hot stove, it takes oh my God, a millimillisecond a second for you to pull your hand away and not even consciously know what really happened in a way. But if you would lean on a hot stove and have to think about, oh, is this hot? By the time you move your hand, you'd have a bad burn, right? Mm -hmm. That innate intelligence, that inborn wisdom inside of us makes us move even quicker. You hear of stories of um, a woman whose child was caught underneath a vehicle that actually lifted the vehicle to pull a child out. Superhuman strength. That innate intelligence overrode her body and made her be able to actually become like a superhuman to get that child pulled out because these are the mechanisms that your body can actually do is superhuman stuff. But what we need to do is increase our humanness instead of covering it up and calming it down. So the difference is that you know, when you go into the natural holistic world is we use those symptoms to allow the body to do its job. 
not to say, you know, that medicine is not necessary. Please, if I get hit by a bus, I always tell people here in my office, if I get hit by a bus, please rush me to the hospital, have <laughs> patch me up, you know, because they're fantastic at that. They're great diagnosticians. They're, they're so needed. But unfortunately, the constant push of the medication is harming us more than it is helping us. At times it's very necessary. Yes, if my, my kidneys were failing, yes, I would use medical care. You know what I mean? But to get myself healthy and stay healthy, we have to use what God gave us to be healthy with. Proper nerve supply to begin with, proper food, proper sleep, fluids, movement, exercise, proper mental approach, okay, good thinking, right? So when we're in a good, happy mood, our body functions in such a better state than when we're in a sad, negative approach of life, right? So mindset is really key. But it's a different approach to what health really is. But when you think about it, when I run a fever, it's not that I have a lack of Tylenol in my body. <laughs> but yet that is pe- people's first response because they're afraid that their, their body can't take care of themselves. We have an immune system that protects us. We do get colds and flus and things like that. But 99.9999% of the time we get well. Give your body what it needs, the proper nerve supply, the proper support from the, you know, if we get this working right from the inside out, everything we do from the outside in has a different effect. So we want to make sure we're putting in those superfoods, those high-nutrition foods, not, you know, the McDonald's, not the crap. Um, because you put crap in, you're going to get crap out. Well, you found, I mean, I, I'm, hmm, my mind is just blowing up right here, Lisa. There's so much. I so agree with what you're doing, and I'm just thinking of how we as a society, though, have really sabotaged our health by the way we eat exercise or don't exercise, do the things that, that create a functional body, uh, and then we don't want people to tell us after the fact you know, to change, because change is hard. So do we start, um, obviously we start with the children, it's got to start from when we're young, because by the time we hit 60 or 80, 90, there are times when I tell my dad, it's like, Pop, you're 92, you've lived a great life, you're, you're relatively healthy, if you want to eat ice cream, eat ice cream, you know, I'm not... I, I think that the um, the years of, of dieting and, and limiting or restricting what we can have, for me, when I've done that, I've you know lost a lot of weight and then all of a sudden I put it back on. Not all of a sudden, but with time I would put it back on. And the diet really didn't help is that, that eliminating something that I liked that some, someone else would tell me, oh, you can't have it anymore. Well... I'm one of those, if you tell me I can't, and then I probably will say, I'm going to. And do you find that that's what's happening? We tell people, you shouldn't, you shouldn't, you shouldn't, you can't have this, and then all of a sudden they're saying, well, to heck with you, I'm going to do that regardless. Uh, And if they feel good, then, I mean, my next-door neighbor, she loves to smoke. She says she feels good, but that's not helping her body any, you know? She wasn't going to go to the doctor because she didn't want to hear what's going on in her body. Do you find a lot of people are doing that? They don't want to find out what's happening in their body. Uh, I don't know. I think <laughs> a lot of people go to the medical doctor no matter what. Um, but I don't really think a lot of times uh, it, it's just a different way of looking at life. You mm-hmm. know, it, but I think the education is key. You know, we, we were brought up, you know, you go to the doctor, you do what the doctor says. 
But I think if we can educate people, like raising my kids, I taught them about, you know, there's pros and cons, right? So eating ice cream is really not that bad, but if you eat it every night, right, that's when it starts to affect you, right? So, yeah. um, I mean, I love pizza. I'll still have pizza, you know, but I just don't eat it all the time because I don't feel good from it. It affects my digestion, you know, so I don't want those effects. Right? But if we don't educate people to what health is and also take on the responsibility of our own health, right? Because when we just blindly go to the doctor and do what the doctor says is that they're responsible for our health. We have given up our responsibility of what we do and how we take care of ourselves. Well, and so that's, when we take that power back, we can make our own decisions. And that's interesting because I do go, you know, my doctors would be out of business if they only relied on me as a patient because I go once a year and I'm not going to win because I'm pretty healthy. Uh, but every year my doctor, bless his heart, says, Deb, your cholesterol is getting a little bit higher, a little bit higher. And I'm like, you know, it's got nothing to do with what I'm eating. It's genetics for me. That's, it runs in the family. And so he goes, next year we're going to look about putting you on medicine. Next year we're going to do this. And I'm sitting there going, no, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> I, I don't right. want I don't like the thought of being on a medication. So I will eat more oatmeal or I will do what I need to do to get whatever that cholesterol, it's the tiny bitty cholesterol down if I can. And maybe I can't. And then, then my husband will say, well, it's only cholesterol medicine. I'm like, yeah, but I don't want to be on a pill. That's just me. Uh, right. But it's not only just, it's not only this, it's, it's a medication, which are chemicals that are not known to the body. Right? So now the body has to deal with these foreign chemicals. It might bring down the cholesterol, but what made the cholesterol rise to begin with? Mm-hmm. We don't know, right? But yet the medical doctors don't know, but yet they're just giving you a medication which you know, makes that cholesterol a little bit lower. But yet now what happens with all those extra chemicals that are in your body that are not meant to be there? What does mm-hmm. that do to our genetic makeup? to our bodies, we know chemicals affect us. We know that Roundup glyphosate causes lymphoma, but yet it is not banned in this country. It is in our soils, it is in our foods, it is in our air, it's even in our our rainwater. So we're all being affected by these chemicals. So how do we change that, right? So this is where if we become knowledgeable about what's in our world, what is affecting our tremendous makeup, how can we change it personally to make a difference? So one of the things I recommend is going organic as much as possible to avoid those outside chemicals as much as possible. As far as medication, uh, it's changing sometimes what I call health styles is how you're living your life, lifestyles, health styles, whatever you want to call it. You know, sometimes it could be as simple as just changing a pattern of how you eat, changing to organic versus non-organic. I've seen tremendous changes in people's health just doing that. You know, but the chemicals, the more we pile in, what, what kind of side effects is going to happen to our bodies? You know, and this, that's the scary thing when you think about it. But the thing is, is medications, if it's just one, and then all of a sudden now you develop another symptom to that chemical that's in your body, and you're seeing the doctor regularly, the doctor goes, oh, well, now you have high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. Well, now we have to put you on a high blood pressure medication. 
Now you're on two medications. Now what's happening with those two medications chemically inside your body? We don't know. And again, for the audience, we're not telling you not to listen to doctors and not to get meds and that kind of stuff, Correct. but there are, there are alternatives. And I think that's what we need to be aware of. And that's, I'm, I'm taking all this in and I'm thinking, so we want to make things as easy as possible. We want life to be as easy as possible. And so, Lisa, how do you, how do you coach your patients? How do you, you know, what do you say to them? Uh, to, how do you change or how do they change uh, one step at a time? Because we can't well, do it all yeah, at once. It's overwhelming. Yeah. Debbie, I just want to address that one thing is that, yes, we are definitely not saying go off your meds and just all of a sudden go blindly and, and do something about it. But I want to get out there and educate people so they can start to question and be aware of what they're doing. But, and it's not only that there are alternative treatments, because, again, I teach people not even to do a treatment. is actually to work on getting your body working right to begin with. When the body is working right to begin with. Now, do I have like aches and pains at times? Yeah, but I'm not popping pills to cover up the ache and pain. I figure, okay, did I get enough water? Did I sleep well enough? Did I, have I been adjusted? I get adjusted every week for over 40 years, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, made a huge difference in my life. Um, because, again, I'm making that body work right from the inside out to begin with. But it's what we're doing to our bodies. Did you, are you drinking tons of caffeine? Is your body inflamed because you're eating a lot of carbs? You know, so these kinds of things, there's simple tweaks that we can do. And it's not that you stop doing exactly what you're doing and change totally, but we start to shift and change little bits at a time, what works individually, because we're all different, like you said, even nutritionally, you know, if somebody takes even a supplement per se, will work for one person, but maybe not for the other, because we are all so unique. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just playing around with what foods, what works best for that person, um, what movements or exercises work best for that person. Um, but I begin with that whole mindset of opening up your understanding of what health really is to begin with. Because when we start to understand it's about how the body is functioning and we have to start to change what creates that function, and if that doesn't work and you still have problems, yes, you have your medical doctors or your holistic practitioners to go and get a treatment. But really it should come down to those basics first of are we doing everything properly for our bodies to work the best for us. Do you have any classes or, or programs that if, you know, we can, can look? Because there's so much information out there, and yeah. one will tell you one thing and one will tell you another, and, and they might be totally opposite of what you know, we might need. But where, where's a good guide, a good starting point? Because I'm looking here, and I think one of our, my first promotional um, topics for you is, is your body screaming at you? You might need that caffeine kick well. We don't need the caffeine kick, but what, what are, where can we find the substitutes or the good information about, about what might be a great starting point? Oh, well, definitely contact me. Um, it's, it's not something you can quickly say over, you know, like in a second here you can get a bunch of information. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of information out there, and um, I've been re I'm just addicted to research. I love learning. I love finding out the keys to really helping people. But to tell you the truth, I think the first thing is to start to look at, you know, going organic, getting the proper nerve supply, go see a chiropractor, 
You know, start your movement. Make sure you're exercising. Um, make sure you're drinking half your, almost half your body weight in water, pure, healthy water. Um, there's simple things that throwing a lemon in, you know, lemon juice in your water first thing in the morning um, is a great way to start your day. It has tons of vitamin C, anti-cancer properties. It's, it's got tons of nutrients. So when you start to learn about food and the nutrients and what they do for your body, you can see that you're actually going to get all your medical type of approaches even in your foods. Like you hear, if food, let food be thy medicine. I don't like that because, again, it puts you in that treatment model of medicine treating the illness or disease. But I teach people, let, let those things be your building blocks. We are a scientific, oh, my God, how in-depth every cell works, much less every function works, is, you know, every organ works, is a complex thing. But we need the building basic, the basic blocks that build function, give the body what it needs so it can function correctly. When we're nutrient deficient, we don't have the proper nutrients. The body cannot function correctly. So How would we know that, Lisa, short of like getting blood work done or something? And blood work is also limited because it's only testing what's in the blood, not what's down on the cellular level. Okay. So when you think about, yeah, so when you think about, I tell people, the easiest way is look at your basics. Are you doing deep breathing? Are you getting enough oxygen? Water, H2O, huge for the body. We're mostly water, right? Mm -hmm. So if we're not getting enough water, you know, think about like you're in the desert, you're shriveling up if you're not getting enough water. So how can your body function correctly? How can you even feel good if you're not fluid? right, if the body's tight, rigid, you know. And we don't feel those little small changes. We only feel the symptom. We only key into the symptom. So when you start taking care of your health and start priming into those primary things of proper food, proper nutrients, proper water, proper sleep, proper nerve supply, when you start to work on the body doing yoga, um, exercises, you really start to key in how the body is working for you. The more you do that, the more you will start to notice differences much sooner than waiting for a symptom to appear. So it's a great way to start to really hone in, live in that moment, knowing what your body is doing is a huge start. Start to become aware of what your body is saying to you. So how can people get a hold of you? Um, actually, the best way is to call me. That's <laughs> the best way or email. I know a lot of times people don't want to call because it's a voice-to-voice -voice type of thing. Um, but by phone, uh, they can call me, text me. Uh, email is another way. They can go to my website, www.drlisab.com, and um, you can contact me through there. I also have um, a freebie on there for people. Uh, it's a 10 top tips that you can start with. So that's something that you can log on and uh, get for free. And uh, lemon water is one of the things in there. So these are great ways to uh, get started. So Lisa, thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate you being my guest. Thank you. Thank you. I just want to chime in with one more thing. I was yep. just a co-author in a book, and you can also oh, yeah. get that at my website. Um, it is called Empowered Women Overcoming Mediocrity, and there's 18 powerful stories of women who have overcome 
uh, tough things in life, and um, it's about their travels and their journeys and what brought them to where they are today and sharing their beauty out in the world. So um, my story is in there as well. And, um, yeah, if you have any questions or anything, please just contact me. And thank you, Debbie, for a wonderful opportunity of sharing this. Thank you, my dear. I really appreciate you being here today. And, folks, thanks for listening. And let's make one change today and live a, live a much better life. So thank you for being with us on Stand Up and Speak Up. We are dedicating you to encouraging you to remove the mask of embarrassment and to being your best self. Well, going along with Dr. Tim, if you've been a victim of a scam or cybersecurity, please visit againstscams.org for assistance and guidance about options and recovery. SCARS is an incorporated nonprofit crime victims assistance organization based in Miami, Florida, and we support scam victims worldwide. If you can, please make a small donation to help our victims around the world. This episode has been sponsored by BenfoComplete.com, a vitamin supplement company that supports happy and healthy hands and feet for those with neuropathy. If you or anyone you know struggles with the pins and needles or numbness in their hands and feet, check out our benfoteaming products at benfocomplete.com and use a special code STANDUP for a 5% discount on your purchase. Again, thanks everybody for being here today. Go to my website, thewomanbehindthesmile.com for additional information and resources. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, watch the replays of these shows, and have a great day. Thanks very much for being here. Bye now.